0: Hi, welcome to... Wait, what is it? David Scott Podcast? Okay, start
1: over, start over. Hold on.
0: you got to clap so you know when to... Hi, welcome to David Scott Podcast. Today, we have David. Hi, David. Can you introduce yourself? <laughs> yes.
1: I'm, I'm excited to be doing episode two. Today, we're going to be talking about 12 must-have habits for success. And uh, Alma is our producer here. We're excited to have her on the podcast so we put together a list and I think this was uh this was some really good collaboration yesterday Yes. there's certainly more than 12 habits that we think are important but these 12 we identified as really critical and probably common to just about everybody who's successful
0: I think these 12 habits are the ones that nail it they just they just nail your life you need anything these habits will take care of it
1: So hopefully this serves as an inspiration to everybody. Um, This first one that I'd like to talk about is very near and dear to my heart. But before I jump into it, I wanna show you a book that I've uh, picked up. This is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And um, hopefully you can see it. This is available on Amazon and I'm sure other places. An easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. And this is a phenomenal book i highly recommend it um he actually talks about how the, the reason it's called atomic habits mm-hmm. not because it's like necessarily um you know he talks about how atomic is very small well here tiny changes remarkable results so when you set off an atomic bomb what you're actually doing is colliding particles and okay. uh, at an atomic level very very small changes that create a huge chain reaction. And so the premise of the book is about how the smallest changes in your life can actually create uh, huge results down the road.
0: And have a big impact. Absolutely. So that can be negative and positive habits?
1: De- definitely. Okay. Something you do uh, badly today becomes a habit which ends up impacting you down the road negatively and vice versa. So I definitely recommend this book. We're talking about habits. And this book will actually help you create good ones and break bad ones.
0: That's amazing because I think there's people like myself that you have habits, but you think, oh, they're meaningless. They're tiny habits. They don't matter. Everybody's got habits. Everybody's got bad habits. But I think we're going to learn that little things can create a big impact in your life.
1: You care to share?
0: Oh, boy. Well, for instance, (laughs) I'm not a morning person. And I think one of the habits, one, one of our... Habits that we're discussing today is that um, being a morning person or just waking up early. Waking
1: up early. This is something, honestly, that I've struggled with for a long time. Mm-hmm. And people don't, you know, people like to stereotype. I was in the military and we we wake up early in the military. And um, people assume that you develop this habit of waking up early every morning. In fact, I remember uh, too clearly, you know, that, that revelry where military guys like to just jolt you awake. Uh, Not just in boot camp. Of course, in boot camp, it was terrible. They're banging on trash cans and stuff. But even afterward, every morning at 545, when you're in the barracks, somebody's coming around banging on the door.
0: 545, what? I wake up at 12 p.m. What do you mean 545? What's wrong with you guys?
1: That's an exaggeration. I hope you don't wake up at 12 p.m.
0: I mean, no. Since I have this job, actually, I've been really good, but... My other job, I used to wake up um, at 8. Now I have to be, I work by 8. But I'm wondering, why 5.45? Why so early?
1: I have no idea. All <laughs> I know all I know is they would make us get up and we would go work out and um, I hated it. But I got into the habit. Actually, I, I hated it so much. I hated waking up with somebody banging on the door. That was what was miserable. Oh. So I started to wake up at 5.15 just so I could shower and be dressed and ready to go so that when they banged on the door, in fact, I would race sometimes, I would try and open the door before the guy could knock so that I could beat him. And that gave me a a great sense of fulfillment. But anyway, fast forwarding many years later, I got into this bad habit of sleeping in until 7.15. And I had to be at work at eight. And what I'd be doing is (laughs) Waiting until the last minute, rolling out of bed, mm-hmm. and then you everybody knows how it goes. You're negotiating with yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, if I don't shave today, I can save five minutes. and if i don't if I don't uh, eat breakfast, that'll say, and if I don't have to iron a shirt, that'll yeah. save me ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And so we start this negotiation process. and well, I don't have any I don't have a meeting this morning, so I can come in a little bit late. And before long, we find ourselves getting this habit of waking up late
0: little things right that we think oh they don't matter and the next thing you know, you're the worst procrastinator ever
1: it becomes it becomes a habit um, the reason I actually started waking up early again I'm in this gr- I'm in this habit right now that's mm-hmm. actually really really satisfying it sounds miserable but it's it's actually become really nice. Um, I wake up at 459 am fifty nine
0: <laughs> you guys heard that right. 4.59. Why?
1: It's a psychological game a little bit. Um, I knew that I needed, if I was going to do the things I wanted to do before work, mm-hmm. like go to the gym, eat breakfast, spend some time reading. If I was going to do those things, I needed to get up early. I've tried 4.30. I've tried 4. I've even gotten up at 3 a.m. before trying to create this extensive morning routine, and none of those were sustainable. So. 5 a.m. is pretty much the earliest that I have found it sustainable for myself. Any earlier than that, and I I can't keep that habit going. Mm, But I I realized that when that alarm goes off, my tendency is to roll over and turn it off. And so we were talking about this yesterday. Yes. I created this two-alarm system. Um, I have one alarm that's mediocre next to my bed, Mm -hmm. and then I have another one down the hall on my iPad that's a very that is the loudest alarm I could find and what happens is they're 1 minute apart so when this one goes off I'm a imme- like mentally there's a, a surge of adrenaline that hits me like I have to beat that other alarm I don't want it to wake up my wife and children and it's just like a competition as soon as I wake up to get to that other you alarm you
0: have to get to the other alarm
1: now I've tried them 5 minutes apart I've tried mm. them 15 minutes apart yes. And those are actually worse. You fall back asleep. And the longer apart they are, the more deeply you fall back asleep.
0: You start negotiating again. Oh,
1: just
0: yes. a minute won't, won't do exactly. any harm.
1: 60 seconds is, is just enough time to get there and not enough time for you to negotiate and fall asleep. But the first time I did it, I thought, do I want to, I'll do 5 o'clock and 5.01. And it felt like a compromise because I wanted to get up at 5.
0: Mm-hmm. 5.01, so, it already feels like a fail.
1: Feels like a fail. Feels like I'm late. I'm already behind. And Mm. so I backed it up and I said, I'm going to get up at 459.
0: How interesting that one minute can create such a change.
1: Yeah, that's my OCD. But it makes a difference. And I and honestly, I feel like that one habit has enabled me to implement a whole slew of other habits. It's Mm. like I, I was able to back up everything. I set goals in my life and I set Uh, goals for habits, and all kinds of things. But I backed them all up to this one habit that if I could wake up early and I have that routine in the morning, Mm -hmm. it'll enable me to do everything else.
0: Now, the big question that I think that I have, and I think everybody will have, all our viewers, is how long did it take you to develop this habit?
1: Well, I I mean, as far as waking up early, I've tried and failed for years. But once I set this two-alarm system, I have never failed. Um, I have not a single time slept in since I started doing it that way. And so I recommend if if you're somebody who struggles with waking up when your alarm goes off, try it. Try setting a second alarm loud at least. And I'm not just talking about across the room. Like try to do it outside of your bedroom or somewhere where there's some impact.
0: Where you are forced to to do something about it.
1: Now, little pro tip that I did is I put a Keurig... Next to that alarm. So when I get up and I turn that thing off, I throw a cake up and I have a cup of coffee within 90 seconds. That helps because now I'm waiting for my coffee. I don't wander back to my bed.
0: So. I mean, yeah, you got to keep your motivation somehow. That's right.
1: And I find that by the time I'm up, you know, 30, 45 seconds, um, all those negative thoughts have dissipated. I'm not, there's like a flash of anger of having to get up mm. and then it goes away. I don't know if
0: that. And it becomes accomplishment.
1: Yeah, and then it's like, okay, I'm up. I'm starting the day. Now I'm going to go to the gym.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and so then I start the rest of my morning routine.
0: Yes, I mean, if you start your morning with an accomplishment, everything else falls up, like falls right in the same category. You're accomplished throughout the whole day, I think. Absolutely. Now I think many people would try this, but. I just don't want people to try something that I've tried. So I heard you have these two alarms, but what I used to do is have like five alarms, <laughs> you know? Wow. And I And yeah, you'll be surprised, but a lot of, that's very common. A lot of my friends do also have five alarms and it's not, it's not efficient. I think the two alarms is perfect.
1: Now, do they all go off at the same time?
0: No, no. So one goes, let's say you need to be up by six, one goes off at six. 6.15, 6.30, 6.45, 7.
1: So I've, I've done that routine before with three alarms on mm-hmm. my cell phone. So like um, 5 and then 5.10 and 5.15, mm-hmm. right? So it's supposed to gradually. And what happens is that first alarm goes off and you subconsciously think it's only the first one. I mm-hmm. have 15 more minutes.
0: Exactly. You, yes. Yeah. So you don't really take it seriously. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there's more. I mean, science has proven that you don't get good sleep after that. No, the sleep you get, sleep you know, hitting that snooze, is not quality. You might as well get up.
0: Yeah, and I think it might also make you more tired. Probably, <laughs>
1: it I definitely doesn't do. feel like an accomplishment.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: So, I don't think I you know I mentioned in the last podcast watching Jocko Willink and and he's <laughs> uh, I like his podcast. Yes. He takes a picture of his watch every morning on Instagram, and it's always four, four, you know, four thirty 30 in the morning. Sometimes it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't think that's healthy. Personally, for me, I, I'm, I'm into going to the gym and he, he works out too. So sleep is one of the most important things. If you're trying to stay fit, if you're trying to let your body purge all those negative hormones, cortisol and the stress hormones, you need sleep. Yeah. And really, you need seven or eight hours. I don't know
0: what's happening to me because I sleep like 10 hours and I'm still a little overweight. So we got to do some more research in there. <laughs> all right. All right. So, yeah, if you if you can relate to us or you have any wake up early habits, message us, comment. We'll discuss them.
1: Yeah. But I think that that really, for me, is is the biggest one.
0: Waking up early in the morning. That's something I still got to work on, but I'm on it. I'm on it. All right, second habit. What would you say is a good second habit to have?
1: Well, I I mean, continuing on the morning routine theme, um, I started to eat, I would eat protein in the morning. I've I've done a couple of different things. I I was doing intermittent fasting. I know some people like intermittent fasting. Um, You know, if you're doing that, then maybe you're not going to eat until lunch. So some intermittent fasting, the idea being you're eating all your meals within an eight hour period. So I've Mm -hmm. done that before. It works. Um, Now, are you ever hungry? You know, I find if I skip a meal, it's easiest to skip breakfast. And I don't really, if I do that, I don't get hungry until lunch. Uh, But by lunch, I'm usually ravenous. So then I I run into problems with like overeating in that last half of the day.
0: Yes, because you're you think to yourself, Well I didn't I skipped this meal, I kept this meal, maybe I can make up for it right now. Right. And you know what? I I tried um, that system as well and I the way it worked out for me, I was very hungry the first few days. But after you master the system, you're good. So I think it's something to try out.
1: It's not a bad idea. What I, I do right now and I'm on a lower calorie diet. Um, trying to drop a few pounds. and I just I make sure that I eat protein. so I'll make I mean, three scrambled eggs with cheese is like three hundred and twenty calories. It's not a lot. <clears throat> yeah, but right. it's enough protein where it gives it gives me enough energy for the gym and it tides me over. Um, I'll have like a a protein shake after the gym at eight o'clock. It's one hundred and forty calories. So, by the time I'm at work, I've only had I've had less than 500 calories. Okay. And it's all it's all protein.
0: Now, some may have this question: How do you keep track of the calories that you're consuming?
1: Oh, good question. So I personally use an app. Um, and oh, MyFitnessPal is called is the app is MyFitnessPal. I know there are others, Calorie King and Calorie Counter. Now,
0: is that free or is that something you have, that you have to pay for? It's free.
1: Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's free. So check out My Fitness Pal. And the nice thing is you can scan a barcode if you buy food at the store. Oh. Um, it's got a ton of restaurants. It's, there's a whole database of food in there. So if you go to you know, Panda Express and you eat the sweet and sour chicken, uh, you can plug <laughs> that in. It's got serving sizes. It already knows what the calories, the fat, the protein.
0: That's awesome because I will hate to go through my phone, open the app, and then try to put in the calories and then look for the calories. By that point, I don't even want to put them in. So it's that, the fact that you can scan them and get get that process over with, that's nice.
1: It is. It's easy. Helps me track it. And because I'm eating protein in the morning, I'm not as hungry at lunchtime. So at Mm -hmm. lunch, I can have a salad or, uh, you know, a wrap or something, something that's going to be reasonable.
0: Okay. But you, you try to stick to not just counting the calories, but also eating healthy.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking for protein and vegetables as much as possible.
0: What if you don't like vegetables?
1: <laughs> I don't, what do you recommend?
0: Well, I personally do love vegetables. Broccoli is my favorite. Really? But there's people that don't like vegetables. So what, is there any special kind of protein shake that you can make or supplement?
1: I've heard of people juicing. Oh no! I would don't, imagine don't you could... No, I mean, you could blend, right? Can't you? You can blend up your vegetables and maybe V8. You could buy V8.
0: I think vegetables juicing is fine, but not fruit juicing. I, I've seen people oh, yeah. do that and they don't realize how much sugar there is. They think, oh, it's fruit. I'm good. Oh, that's true. But it's so much sugar. And next thing you know, you're blowed up.
1: That's a good point. I don't mind vegetables. I prefer spinach. Um, If I could put it in a salad, I I like that. Not a fan of broccoli. I do not like
0: broccoli. What's wrong with you? I don't know. You know, I actually just got my niece um, into it. So she's this kind of, she's five. She doesn't want to eat ever. But I got her into broccoli, and that's the only thing that she will eat. And I'm just grateful because that's the only thing she needs, I think. Broccoli's got everything, right? Everything you need in life is in broccoli. Okay. That's how you get this amazing hair. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding.
1: (laughs) I'll take your word for it because broccoli, when I was little, broccoli and tomatoes were the two things that were going to make me throw up if I was eating. I like, I would, I would regurgitate whatever I was, it was bad. It was bad. I remember my grandparents getting angry at me because I just couldn't keep it down.
0: No, no, no. Those Broccoli's got good. calcium, so you don't need to rely on milk, because I know people say that milk is really good, but I, I'm second, no, I don't know. Do you believe milk is really good for you?
1: No, actually, I've heard that adult humans don't even need milk, and I've heard conflicting studies, but I know some people say that the human body really can't process animal milk. We're well. not supposed to process animal milk. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a quote about drinking milk. He says, when you're a grown man, you should drink beer.
0: I mean, I don't know how better that is because I know beer will give you a belly.
1: Yes. It's not good advice if you're trying to stay fit. If you're trying to look like him, probably should stay away from beer.
0: Yes, but close to broccoli for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, so definitely waking up early and eating healthy. But I think eating healthy, it's also a process to develop. It's not something that you can just choose. To do one day and you'll and you'll be like
1: that. You know, I, I am terrible. I'm not somebody who can plan my meals. I just don't do it. I know some people will put them in Tupperwares, mm-hmm. grill the chicken, have it yeah. set aside. Um, what helps me is knowing what I'm going to make for breakfast. So I don't mind eating the same thing every day. I'll eat every day. I scramble eggs with cheese and I'm okay with that. Okay, That's Simple my breakfast. Um, for a long time I was doing oatmeal, but I find that the protein helps me avoid those sugar crashes. Mm-hmm. With the oatmeal, my blood sugar dropped off. So, what I where I get into trouble is during the daytime, okay. especially at work. You know, noon comes around. I'm hungry. What am I gonna eat? And then the temptation. Do I go across the street to the Mexican food place? Chips yes. and salsa. So, <laughs> what I try and do is I have some ideas in the back of my mind. Um, I know I can go to Chick Fil A and get a wrap, and that that's gonna be like really good, 360 <laughs> yeah. calories, and it's all vegetables and chicken. You don't like
0: a wrap? I I I don't like uh, fast food restaurants.
1: Well, but this is a lettuce wrap. It's just lettuce, chicken, and a tortilla.
0: It's like getting fish tacos. They make you feel like you're eating healthy, but
1: are you really? But that's fried. Well, the wrap's not fried. But anyway, they have a good harvest salad. that's 320 calories, I think. and if you keep the okay. dressing off, right So I, I try to even even if you go to McDonald's, they have some really good salads that are not there's nothing bad in them. And um, I think those are good options. The other go-to that I like to do is Safeway. The Safeway soups the, the, oh, if you look, they, okay. they have a really good chili. Stompin Steakhouse chili—it's mm-hmm. just beans and meat. It's good protein. Uh, they have good chicken noodle soup. They have a tortilla soup. They have some prepackaged salads.
0: But it sounds to me like it sounds like, in order to make those good decisions, you need to be educated about what foods are good for you. Like for instance, where you get your protein from, where you get this kind of vitamin from. So I think um, before you get into any kind of diet, it will be good to do some research, and find out what foods give you what.
1: Yeah, that always helps. But, I mean, just knowing, just having that short list, like, okay, I'm hungry, what are my go-to options? So that that temptation isn't there to go get a burger. That's huge yes. for me. <laughs>
0: because when you're hungry, you honestly want anything. Mm-hmm. And if a burger is there quick and easy, it's very easy to fall in it.
1: Now, I want to ask you, our next one, I don't think we're going to make it through this list today, but we're going to probably break this one up into separate sections. Two segments. But I want to ask you, what? how important do you think working out is?
0: Well, I think it's very important, but I think it's also a very hard um, thing to accomplish because... Uh, some of us are uneducated on how to work out properly, depending on your body and your, your clock, your routine, your life. I think it's important, but I think it's something that we all struggle
1: with. That's true. What
0: not you say so? Do you work out? I do. How often?
1: Five times a week.
0: See, that's, I think that's our goal. The question is, how do you get there?
1: Well, again, that's why I go back to waking up early. I could not do it until I started waking up early. Um, I tried the, the midday routine and it just mm-hmm. got too busy.
0: But then you wake up and then you eat healthy and then you go to the gym. When you go to the gym, you just ate. Are you able to work out?
1: Yeah. I Well, the eggs and cheese are not um, hard on my stomach. It's a, it's actually not a big meal. Okay. It's just protein, a little bit of fat from the cheese. Um but it gives it gives me energy, and it's not like a heavy meal. I'm not eating a lot of carbs. Oh. I'm not eating a lot of like food that's going to give me an upset stomach. So it does. Yeah, it does not cause any problems there. Um, I want to tell a quick story, and and I know we're coming kind of coming up on uh, on our time here, um, but I actually that'd be a
0: good story then.
1: So, <laughs> well, I, so I actually really struggled with. Um, the I was reading these books and I was setting goals and I was really trying to plan out what do I want my life to look like and how do I want to end up in, you know, 10, 20 years. And the more I planned this out, the more I was putting pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. And when things weren't going in the direction that I wanted them to go, I felt like a failure and I was struggling. And then some negative circumstances happened outside. Uh, one of them being my dad passed away, and he had been my business mentor, my business partner, and it impacted me to where I really started questioning my, my goals, my direction, what I was doing, and I struggled with a little bit of depression during that phase, um, and, it, and I realized how dangerous that was. Because the more responsibility you gain in life, like I'm responsible for my family, my wife, my children. I'm responsible for the business. And there's a lot of people that have uh, careers here. And my decision regarding this business would affect them. And if I'm in a, in a state of mind where I'm depressed and yes. thinking about pulling back, that, that's going to have a negative impact on a Everybody. lot of people. And so I started to realize that I really have a responsibility, not just to myself and my family, but to others around me to maintain my mental health and my emotional health. And I, the way I was able to turn that process around was by getting active. And I didn't start with just going to the gym. I actually just started taking walks at night after dinner, okay. um, getting back out with friends, playing some golf, and then slowly getting back into the gym, getting active again and that has done the most good i would say for myself i don't even work out now for i mean the, i feel like the physical benefits are secondary okay the the impact that it had on my emotional health my um my outlook my positivity has been so remarkable that i'm a big proponent of it and i really think that people there's a lot of people who waffle between Yes, I want the good things in life, and I want to be successful, and I want to pursue a career, mm-hmm. versus, oh, man, I just want to sit on a beach in Mexico and, and retire. You
0: know. <laughs> I mean, that's a dream.
1: We, but we all waffle between that, and a lot of us could actually. There are places in this world, mm-hmm. where, like Thailand, where you could go and live very cheap and not work and just relax and kind of be a bum. And it's tempting sometimes, you know, you get tired of traffic and you get tired of bills, you get tired of pressures. It can be tempting to cash it all in and just move. Um, But the best way that I've found to stay focused and single-minded towards your goal, rather than being tempted to quit early and pull chocks and move out, is to keep your your mental state right. And I think moving your body every day doesn't have to be the gym. It could be, you know, disc golf. It could be riding a bicycle.
0: Any physical activity.
1: Yeah, anything that makes you happy. uh, Tennis, you know, something with friends, swimming. Um, I actually have a series of goals that I wrote down a while back, and one of them was I want to learn to surf. And Mm -hmm. I'd like to, I mean, maybe it's once a week, but I'd love to drive down to San Francisco or Stinson Mm -hmm. Beach or Ocean Beach and surf. Get up early surf from 6 to 7.30 or something and shower and be back at work God. by 9. I think it would be amazing. Sounds hard. Um, I mean, I, I don't think it would affect my routine. I would probably have to come into work a little bit later. But I just think being out in the ocean just – I mean, for me, the ocean is one of my favorite places. So that would do wonders for me mentally.
0: You know what? And I actually learned this in school – uh that we need to be in touch with nature somehow. Yeah. Either just take your shoes off and walk in the park or go surf, touch mm-hmm. the water. Because I mean we're always wearing shoes. We are honestly never in touch with nature. So I think that's that's another part that 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 helps our our mental health and yeah. physical health overall. Yeah.
1: So I really think to be honest, those three habits that we just discussed, waking up early, eating healthy, and going to the gym, they have had the biggest impact on my, my mental and emotional state. Mm-hmm. And when you guys, this is your weapon right here. This is the only difference that uh, between you and um, Larry Ellison or uh, Richard Branson. You, you think of somebody successful um, that you respect. And the difference is what they have up here. And um, I, I, I think that the best, the, the difference between people who, who succeed and who don't is, are the ones that are able to manage this. Um, yes. And, and talk- just even stress. A lot of people start careers and they start down the right path, but how many stories do you hear about somebody who says, oh, I was doing this and I just got tired of the corporate grind, or I was doing this, and it was just too stressful. right. And so then they go career, they, they they go pursue their passion, which is fine if they do it right. But if they do it right, it's still going to be stressful mm-hmm. until they get that thing started up. What I think is better, unless they just hate the job. I don't advocate anybody <laughs> staying in a job they hate right. But I think what's better is to learn how to manage that stress and manage that anxiety and say, you know what? this is? I am on the path I want to be on. My end goal is going to be good if I can stick this out. So instead of quitting and going and pursuing my, you know, ambition as an Instagram influencer, I want to go, I'm going to figure out how to manage my stress. And then then you come into work positive and you're like, how can I kill it today? How can I be number one?
0: Okay, so we have a routine for the morning all set up. You know, just wake up early, eat good and work out. That's it. I think they're very simple, but very meaningful, too.
1: I really think if you can incorporate those three things, everything else is going to be easy on this list. We're going to go through about nine other things here, and we, we may even add to them as we go. Yeah. But if you can incorporate those first three, it enables everything else.
0: Yeah, and if you have another tip that we missed that we must really do in the morning, let us know.
1: And, guys, we have more books. We'll talk about these ones In a future episode, part two is coming.
0: And stay tuned because we might also have some guests. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. I love the sound effects I made. That was good. I like it. I think it's good. Okay, how am I gonna edit that though? You're gonna.